Welcome to the One for the Money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner, and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 17 of the One for the Money podcast. I'm always glad and grateful you take the time to listen. We've seen a lot of market volatility this year, and that creates a lot of fear in the hearts of investors. Add to that a war in Europe, inflation at levels we haven't seen in over 40 years, a pandemic that is lingering in parts of the world, political and civil strife, and midterm elections in November, which can all create even more fear. However, today I'll argue the case for why we should really be optimistic. And in the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I will share a tip regarding credit scores. Thank you for listening. Now on with the show. If you read the news, it can get pretty disheartening. It doesn't matter if you read the news from today or from a few years ago or from any time for that matter as there seems to be an overall theme of negativity. The news was once famously described as nattering nabobs of negativism. Now, the intent of this podcast by no means is meant to disparage the media, but rather serve as a reminder that media companies are businesses and that negative news attracts more attention and subsequently more revenue for them. More eyeballs mean they can charge higher prices for commercials. While the media may have a financially compelling reason to focus on negative things or things that generate fear, it is important to not let this shape our perspective of the general trajectory of humanity, which is undoubtedly positive. Now, the intent of this particular podcast episode is to focus more of our attention on the remarkably great things that have happened, that are happening, and will happen in the years and decades to come. Now, this remarkable progress may be best illustrated through the eyes of some ancestors of mine. The photo on my website shows my great-grandparents, John Norris West and Margaret Berenger. Both are clad in some really sweet fur coats. If you'd like to see them, I recommend you check out the website. Great-Grandpa John was born in the United States in 1859 and immigrated to Canada in 1894. Sadly, his first wife died during childbirth shortly after their move to Canada. Great-Grandma Margaret was his second wife, and she was born in Germany and first immigrated to Wisconsin. She later immigrated to Canada, having answered my Grandpa John's advertisement in a newspaper for a bride after his first wife had died. I guess you could say it was that day's version of Tinder, and my great-grandma swiped right, and the rest is history. Great-grandpa John was a rancher, and over a six-week period drove his cattle from Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to southern Alberta, Canada, a distance of around 600 miles, which is remarkable. Grandpa John settled near the town of Mountain View, where he built his own home. And as you can gather from the name, it's a stunning place to live, 
Well, at least in the summer. But cattle ranching is hard way to make a living, especially through the brutal Canadian winters. Your entire livelihood is at the mercy of capricious Mother Nature. He died in 1930, just over a week after his 71st birthday. I share a brief insight of my great-grandparents' life story to show what remarkable progress we've seen in just three generations of time, theirs to mine. My great-grandparents built their own home, gave birth to their children in that home, and didn't enjoy indoor plumbing or electricity until the later years of their life. And yet, just three generations later, I marvel to think how incredibly different my life is to theirs. Could you imagine telling my homesteading great-grandparents that their great-grandson could see and speak with someone instantly on the other side of the world via a device the size of half a piece of bread, my iPhone? What would they say when you explained that this FaceTime was made possible because of the signals being sent via satellites orbiting the Earth? It would be mind-blowing. Imagine if my great-grandparents were shown a smart speaker that you could give voice commands to. In their day, a smart speaker was likely a politician. Well, today, not so much. What would my great-grandparents think when they heard someone say, Hey, Alexa, please order me some toilet paper. And a few hours later, at least not during COVID, it's dropped off at their doorstep. Now, my great-grandparents didn't even have indoor plumbing for most of their lives, let alone toilet paper or a way to order it to be delivered just hours later. What would they say about self-driving cars? Back then, it was when their horse took off with no one in the carriage. What would my grandparents say about the feats of architecture, medicine, agricultural productivity, airplanes, and space travel that could all be enjoyed by their great-grandson? All of this progress occurred in the last 100 years. And the pace of that progress and positive change is only moving faster. If this is the progress of the last 100 years, what about the progress in the next 100 years? I don't think we can even imagine it, much like any of our great-grandparents could possibly have imagined our day. Now, I am really blessed that I still have grandparents alive today. My grandpa Steele just turned 99, and my grandma Lurie will turn 96 in September. They recently celebrated their 76th wedding anniversary, which is remarkable. I'll include a link to an article in a local paper about when they celebrated their 75th wedding anniversary. Now, my mother, siblings, and I had a Zoom call with them when they celebrated their 75 years of marriage. And my grandmother commented on how remarkable it was that we could see and talk with one another despite being in so many different locations. Now, the changes that my grandparents have seen during their lifetime, indoor plumbing, telephones, air travel, and the internet are nothing short of miraculous. Those changes will continue. Things have gotten a lot better for everyone on this beautiful world. In the 1980s, 50% of the world lived in poverty. Now it's only 10%. And that change occurred in just four decades. I share this to show the remarkable pace of progress. But if you focused instead on the negative, you would have missed out on how bright the future can be. Let's say we told someone in the year 1900 that the falling would occur in the next 120 years, two world wars, Over 30 other major wars and conflicts with multiple genocides, 17 recessions in the United States alone, one depression, terrorist attacks around the globe, 
bouts of mass starvation and two global pandemics, first in 1918 and, of course, the one in 2020. If then you asked that person if they wanted to invest in the stock market during that period, they may have said you'd be crazy. And yet the results were nothing short of remarkable as the Dow Jones rose from just 66 in 1900 to nearly 33,000 as of today's recording. So while I admit that there are things happening now that are very concerning, but a review of history shows that that has always been the case. There have always been reasons why it's scary to invest, and yet investing proves itself over and over again. Now, some argue that this time it's different, but they are joining a long list of people that said the same thing throughout the events of the last century, and they were all proved wrong. I believe that regardless of what happens, people will still work and earn a living. People will still spend their money on goods and services. And by investing in well-run companies that provide those goods and services, it is one of the best ways to grow your wealth. Finally, I want to add that this episode is airing on July 1st, which is Canada Day, the country in which I was born and raised. It's a great country, especially in the summer, but we're also just a few days away from our celebration of America's independence on July 4th. Now, Canada was granted its independence from Great Britain in 1867, whereas we all know America won its independence from Great Britain, which was officially recognized in 1783 with the Treaty of Paris, but of course, initially declared in 1776 by our courageous, remarkable, but not perfect founding fathers. Both countries became independent of Great Britain, but Canada was more the lover and the U.S., of course, the fighter. And speaking of America, and keeping with this episode's theme of optimism, while there are many things that are of significant concern in this country, I think it's important to focus on the incredibly great things this country has and will continue to offer this world. Many of the amazing achievements I discussed earlier, the internet, space travel, etc., are a result of the greatness and promise of America. America will continue to be the greatest country because we have the most freedom to make it so. May God continue to bless America. Well, I hope you found this helpful. Now on to the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. Today, I am sharing about the components of your credit score along with a couple tips. Your credit score can be an important part of your financial plan, especially when you purchase a home. However, most people don't know how their credit score is determined. Now, you may have heard your credit score referred to as your FICO score, so named after the Fair Isaacs Corporation that created this metric. Now, your credit score or FICO score has five major components, which are as follows. 35% of your credit score or FICO score is derived from your payment history. 30% is derived from the amount you owe. 15% is derived from the length of your credit history. 10% is new credit that you have opened. And the final 10% is the type of credit that you owe. Now, for lenders, if you have 
a credit score or FICA score greater than 800, your credit is deemed exceptional and you'll be offered terms with lower interest rates. Now, if you're above 740, then you'll be considered very good. Of course, paying less interest is a significant part of your financial plan and creating wealth. Now, there are three companies that provide credit scores to lenders, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And the first tip is I recommend that you freeze your credit with all three companies. And that will allow you to freeze your credit so that no one can open new credit in your name that may potentially impact your FICO or credit score. The second tip I'll give you is regarding your credit history. As I explained, 35% of your credit score and 15% of your credit score is based on your history. 35% is payment history. 15% is the length of your credit history. So fully 50% of your score is based on that. Now, I know of people that canceled a credit card that they'd had opened up years and years ago. And because they canceled it, that dropped off their credit report. So they had a shorter payment history and credit history, and it negatively impact their credit score. So something to consider before you drop one of your old credit cards. Of course, you'll want to ensure that you're not paying fees on those on an annual basis, but something to review definitely before you cancel any of those. Well, I hope you found this tip helpful. And if you have any questions about this or my podcast, feel free to reach out to me at betterplanningbetterlife.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal, Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.